I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Welcome to Horribly Hollywood Single. I am your host, Adam Carr. Some of the worst dating stories told by some of the best guests in Hollywood. Welcome back. Are we all good, Brie? Awesome. So, uh, guys, uh, today's show is brought to you by MedMen. That's right. Going through a pandemic? Try marijuana. Your days won't get any shorter, but you'll forget where you are. Hope everyone's uh, doing well today. Uh, we'd like to uh, pay homage to the patron saint of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth, please keep using sanitizer, gloves, shield mask, whatever you need. Uh, be well, stay safe. We're all thinking about you during these times. Uh, my name, of course, is Adam Carr, guys. I'm your host here for Horribly Hollywood Single. Uh, we're still going to talk about bad dates, and we're going to try to keep stuff as normal as possible in a flux of up and down volatility, because right now I feel like everybody can just use a laugh, no matter what. Um, I'd like to introduce our guest today. Uh, she trained at AMDA. She now teaches there in Los Angeles. UCB, Groundlings, Jimmy Kimmel, comedy all over Los Angeles. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, let me give a warm welcome to Alex Rose Weissel. Welcome, Alex. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. You know, it's been another week. How's uh, how's the week going for you? How's everything? How's life changed or not changed? I mean, it's wild. We're doing this podcast and I'm sitting in my bedroom doing a podcast. That's this crazy. is the dream. This is the dream. This is <laughs> living the dream. Ten years ago, if you had told me you're going to do a podcast, you're going to do it from your desk, you're going to have Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> this is perfect. This is everything. I would have called myself a liar. Um, so, uh, have you noticed things change much for you lately? Um, have dates changed for you? What's, uh, what's, what's the new normal with you? Yeah, I'm, everything I think has changed. Although I'm, I love my alone time and I love being home and I love being mm -hmm. with my dog. So I feel like I am not, that this is not a terrible thing that's going on and I'm very, oh, sure. you know, worried for humanity and people and the economy and all these things, but totally. it's not the worst thing for me on a personal level to be yeah, yeah, okay. home yeah. and, you know, cooking for myself and stuff like that. So I like yeah. those kind of things. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, as for dating and stuff, I think I, I'm pretty lucky. I met someone right before, right before, um, quarantine. So now I have a buddy. Oh, otherwise, otherwise I'd be pretty, I'd be riding solo with my dog, Victoria. Just ah, two Victoria of Barkham. That's yes, a great Victoria name. Barkham. Great name. How, uh, yes. how'd you come up with that name? Do you just a huge Victoria Beckham fan and that was just the way to go? Uh, you know, when I got her, she had really long legs. I was like, oh, she's like a model and I love human names like dogs. I think that's just, you know, dogs should have human names because it's great to be like, oh, I got to go home and see Victoria. Or like, I'm going to go hang out with Zach, but it's an animal. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I had actually named her Victoria Beckham. And I had a friend come over and he was like, no, missed opportunity. It's Victoria Barkham. And so that, that stuck forever. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. I just want to say uh, real quick, um, I'm wearing a hat today. This is uh, the Geffen Playhouse's hat where uh, I'm still employed, luckily, and I'm able to work remotely from home. Uh, I just want to tell everybody, uh, places like the Geffen Playhouse, they're a nonprofit, which means half of what they make every year comes through uh, donations. 
from uh, everyday people in Los Angeles. And my guess is in the next couple of weeks, the Geffen, along with many other nonprofit theaters, are probably going to start reaching out to donors, patrons, subscribers, and asking maybe to give a little bit. So if you're able to set aside five bucks, 10 bucks or something, uh, every place right now is going to need to keep going. And I feel like because this is such a terrible time, this is such a weird different time even our parents haven't lived through something like this in many cases grandparents haven't lived through something like this people are going to need money to go as soon as possible to raise money for theater um for outreach with students with uh, senior citizens um they're going to need to go as soon as possible so just something to keep in mind definitely playhouse thinking a lot about you guys um i wanted to read today uh this is a blog post from the single society nikki nelson in new york uh, love her blog. She always talks about really bad dates. So Alex, if you'd like, I'm going to read you the blog and uh, we'll comment on it. See what we come up with. Love it. So let's see. This says, this was my latest terrible date. I met Andrew on Bumble. Ah, where they talk to you first. And after chatting for a brief period of time, I opted to meet him for drinks at a craft cocktail lounge after work one evening, which resulted in my completely terrible date. Being that punctuality is one of those many virtues I happen to possess. Are you a punctual person? Alex, do you typically- I'm pretty punctual. And so the rule at AMDA where I went to school and I now teach is if yeah. um, you're on time, you're late, you know, all that oh, kind of right, stuff. Oh, right, the whole thing? Yeah, the whole, the whole saying that I don't remember that I live by, you know, that one. <laughs> that yeah, show up and you're on time, the late, uh, you pay your be, bills. Be there early. <laughs> just, just show up, just show up. Okay. Yeah. So she says, I was outside of the wine bar of choice promptly at 8 p.m. to meet for our rendezvous. At approximately 8.17, 17 minutes late, you overeager son of a bitch. Andrew texted me to tell me that he was close but was unable to find a place to park. This guy clearly uh, didn't do like a look ahead. I informed yeah. him that there was an empty parking lot directly adjacent to the venue, but said he would rather find a spot on the street and not pay for parking. The sign says $5. This is already a good sign. Um, the sign says $5 parking I texted, despite what I thought was an economical parking situation, Andrew clearly thought his hard-earned $5 was more valuable than my precious time. Little did he know my DVR was currently full of unwatched Real Housewives episodes, so clearly I had other more important places to be. It was about 8.39, 39 minutes late, when my patience began vastly dwindling and I was prepared to head back to my car when Andrew arrived in the nick of time sporting a puka shell necklace. Oh, throwback <laughs> oh, to 7th grade. I gotta tell you, I rocked a puka shell necklace back in the day. Who did? I'm, oh, I mean, I'm five foot seven and three quarters. I like to say five foot eight, but when you're my height, the puka shell necklace, it, it's the trifecta. Um, <laughs> let's see, compliments of 1992 with a bottle of wine uh, hoisted securely under his armpit. Oh my God, he'd bring his own booze. We settled down at the bar to exchange slightly awkward pleasantries while awaiting service. The waitress arrived at last. Sorry, we are actually no longer a BYOB establishment, he informed us. We stopped it about six months ago. Here's our drink menu. Andrew immediately became visibly irritated. He's already shown this much irritation to a waiter. Imagine how he's going to treat you after a month. This is the entire reason I came here. Can't you just let us drink this bottle, he contended. After some back and forth, I intervened and told the bartender I would have the house red. Is it funny that as I'm thinking of the waiter talking to them and being so close, I'm already getting weird about social distancing? And I'm thinking like yeah. they couldn't even like so many germs are between them already. Uh, yeah. Everything mm -hmm. I watch now too, like shows or people posing with photos. I'm like, yeah, commercial men, yeah. It's weird, right? It's not the world we're in right now. It's not good. Um, so it says I will have an iced tea, Andrew said begrudgingly. Fantastic. 
One dude (laughs) slipped the bottle under the table and deviously attempted to open the bottle of wine with his miniature pocket knife on his keychain. Fantastic. (laughs) The cork ended up breaking off inside the bottle and he retrieved a butter knife for the neighboring table to stab it inside to release it from the bottle knife. This guy's amazing. I I Um, hope he asked for sex on the first date. Despite his efforts to be (laughs) inconspicuous, a manager noticed and came by to tell him that he was not permitted to drink wine that was not from their establishment. Andrew got into a contentious exchange with the manager and repeated the fact that he had only chosen this place because he thought it was in fact BYOB. He had been privy to this information before, he would have gone elsewhere. Sir, I'm sorry, but you cannot drink your own bottle. That is gonna be a problem for you. I'm gonna have to ask you to leave, the manager said. Andrew whipped out his phone. Let me check Yelp. I'm pretty sure there are some other spots around here where we can drink this. I already had to park here, this is ridiculous. I am sure, I assured him one glass was plenty for a school night and maybe he could enjoy it another time. The bill finally came and Andrew was clearly refusing to acknowledge it. So I threw down my cash to expedite this nightmare of an evening. We exited the bar and Andrew suggested we see each other again, but first he would call and confirm that he could bring his own bottle. Spoiler alert, it never happened. Ah, so Alex, your thoughts. Well, when's the last time you had like a, um, like a bad date out or just something where you just didn't feel just well, look, number one, number one thing is yeah. from online dating, and I've definitely online dated, I refuse okay. to bumble because I think that bumble negates the entire idea that the man is the, um, I don't know, he's the asker outer. He's the, what's the word I'm thinking of? He's, it's, it's he in be, a, yeah, uh, what's the word? Um, that the man should be the one to like either proactively ask <laughs> out, like, is that what you prefer? that the guy call you up, ask you out, text you, something like that? 100%, 100%. And because I went on this like binge reading fest last year where I read all these books about psychology and all these things. And there were these books called The Male Brain and The Female Brain, which I loved. And I thought they were better than any dating book I've ever read. And okay. uh, it was about how it's like an innate, for like a heterosexual couple, it's an innate male instinct to want to pursue, to be the pursuer. Um, okay. And I think it ruins that. So for that reason, I would never go on Bumble. And, and this, <laughs> <laughs> there is that. Do, it does that. So which dating apps did you regularly go on where you were like, I want to meet someone. I want to go on a date. Like what was the number one for you? Yeah. So, I mean, I was on the, you know, the LA, the Raya. Um, oh, and yeah. that, I didn't, I don't think I ever met any winners from that one. I met people that were okay but they all have something very strange about them, right? Like there's, there's strange quirks. Why do you think it's so strange, especially why is it so unique to Los Angeles that you're going to find that here more than anywhere else, would you say? Um, well, look, I think LA is like a very grass is very greener society, right? Like the next thing sure. is always better. We're not, we, we're not people who want to be in jobs like Ruth forever. Like we want to switch uh, Ruth, it up. Ruth wants to listen too. Ruth agrees. No, but yeah. Ruth is consistent. She is a consistent woman. We, I don't think we're like totally about consistency in LA, right? Like there's always someone who's pretty or someone who has a better job, someone who makes more money. There's always a better car. Like there's always something better behind the next door totally. in our lives. Okay? So I think a lot of dating apps kind of lend that. So it, I don't know. I, I mean, that's not Raya specific. That's kind of LA specific, but yeah. yeah, I never met winners on there. I went on Hinge a couple of times. There's some nice, normal people on Hinge. I thought that was like a nice cross-section of normal people where anyone can message anyone and there's no you know gender inequalities on that app so yeah. I like that one <laughs> would you rather um activities when you go out on a first date do you rather just talk to someone and get to know them 
what do you prefer? Like, what is easiest? Sure. Nowadays? So I'm like a very nervous dater, like not nervous, but like, I, like anxious, right? Like if you're going on a first date, I don't yeah. know why I put much pressure on it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I only have one free night this week. This is the one person I chose to go on a date with. There's so much pressure, which is silly. There's not that much pressure, but I put sure. like so much pressure on it, you know? But it's also your time, it's your energy, it's who you, yes. you know, or hopefully, my problem always was, was immediately upon meeting someone, I would already start to think ahead to the future. Immediately, mm-hmm. instead of just being present, instead of just being right here and talking to them, you kind of start putting them into your cog machine of where does this fit in my life and how is this going to make me better and help me instead of yeah. just going, do we actually get along? Do I actually want to be around you? Am I, mean, I having a good time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you can, I feel like you can be sexually attracted to a lot of people. That's very easy. Sure. What's hard is how much do you actually like them? And I mm-hmm. feel like respect each other. And that's, I think, especially something that we're learning right now with everything kind of just being up in the air. Uh, it's a great time to really see, I feel like who you're with and like who, who yeah. you are and how you deal with things because I mean, I don't know. It's a great social experiment, but what are your thoughts? No, I think so too. And I, I, it kind of made me think too, like, I wonder if now with everything going on, like there's gotta be stuff on the apps, right. Where there's like virtual dates, like almost like what we're doing on this podcast. There's gotta be something where you can be like, Oh, we want to meet, but we're dealing with pandemic, like like an (laughs) online. And if they're not doing that on one of the apps, someone steal my idea and make like millions of dollars right now. Cause I think that's what they should do. Right. Like little virtual happy hours. To meet and greet. Virtual happy hours would be nice. Yeah. I mean, people are doing, I feel like they're using Zoom for like church for yeah. probably like meetups with people. You should, you could probably actually. Class. It's good for yoga class. For class. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> so uh, give us the rundown here. What's a, what's a bad date, weird date you experienced in Los Angeles? What's something, was there a relationship or one thing in particular that kind of stands out in your mind? Yeah. So I look, I don't have any like really terrible first date stories. I think I've been so fortunate with like the fair amount of online dating I've done, which can get weird. The worst that ever happened was I was like, Oh, this guy's really nice. There's nothing here. You know, like I I was so lucky that I met really nice, cool people. Just nothing. It wasn't wasn't my person. Cool for someone else. Stay on the app, meet another girl. (laughs) You'll be great. Uh, (laughs) All the time. But I'm, I did when I was like, oh, probably just out of uh, conservatory college. So I was like 19 or 20. Okay. I was dating this guy and he was from New York. So really young, right? Like a 19 or 20, like everything is like super embarrassing and you're like really self-conscious and totally. you know, you don't know who you are, like what you want or whatever. You have no idea. If I had gotten married at 18 or 19, I would have been so screwed. Yeah, you exactly. No... You haven't been exactly. knocked down by life yet. You haven't had like when you stop getting your way as much, that's the best learning curve and experience. And most people, you don't have that out of high school. Like you need to get your ass kicked down for a while. That's true. And I, I really thought like anything was possible and like love could conquer all, you know what I mean? And this guy, this guy was it like, could. It, 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 it yeah. can't. I mean, it, it might can. still, but I've definitely been humbled since then. <laughs> Me and Ruth need to talk about this. Yeah. 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 You guys have some deep thoughts okay. on it. Oh, we're going to have some deep talks. Yeah. <laughs> deep thoughts so anyway he um he lived in new york and i was living in la so he Mm -hmm. was like staying at my place and it was it was one of these like real fast like we had this like great connection and we're both super young and he was living in new york and you know we said the l word way too soon and we were like really like a week 
Oh, probably. Cause we were talking on this how long ago. MySpace is how oh, we met yes. each other. Uh, <laughs> we met on time. MySpace. Hope, hope you're um, yeah. yeah. So all of our conversations were on MySpace. And then he came out here. He was like a friend of a friend. Came mm-hmm. out to LA and we met and it was just like dreamy, dreamy stars, wonderland, you know, anyway, Amazing. one random day he was over at my place and he's staying at my place. Cause he lives in New York and we're 19 money is tight. So he's not going to get a hotel. We don't, you can't stay in hotels when you're 19. Who has that kind of money? Of course. <laughs> so he um, comes over and he's okay. like laying on um, my bed. We're, you know, you're like couples, you're like tickling each other. You're playing whatever. I'm like tickling him, I guess. And he said something that, and he, he was from Alabama. So we had like a deep. And he said something okay. along the lines of like, stop tickling me. I'm going to poop my pants. And I'm like, you're kidding, right? Like you're not actually going to poop your pants when I'm tickling you. Oh, no. <laughs> so we continue, you know, I'm like, I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. And I'm like still tickling him. Anyway, all of a sudden, like look of terror on his face. And he had pooped himself in my bed in my house that he was staying in. And both of us, I think we're just so horrified at what had just happened from like a cute little like intimate moment to like poop. Um, so he ran into the bathroom and then maybe like, and I don't know, I was like kind of laughing, kind of horrified, like just not even sure. I was so insecure of what was going on in my life. Whoa. And he came out of the bathroom with the plastic bag liner from my trash no, with something no. in it. I have to assume was like his underwear. <laughs> I don't know. And he, he just walked out of the house. I mean, hours later, we like, you know, he came back and stuff like that. I don't know where he went. Maybe like a Starbucks bathroom or something. Yeah. But yeah. That, that was my worst. I mean, it's not really a date experience, but it was a pretty scarring. No, I'm not that's gonna take scarring. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Did, did you just leave? Was there any mention? Did you follow up ever? Did, was you know, that we it? never talked really honest we never talked about it again he walked out with the bag and then he came back later with no bag and we just acted like everything was fine and we never brought up that incident did you still date him did you still go out yeah we dated oh bless your heart <laughs> we just never talked about it again we did it for like a year and a half <laughs> you did it for like a year and a half yeah we got we married we divorced. About the oh my we never god about the yeah did you ever bring it up once like in a drunken argument did you ever go and by yeah. the way Never? You pooped yourself. No, I never brought it up. Oh my God. Never. I mean, you're a good person. I would have brought that up numerous times. I mean, especially if you had to clean up anything. I mean, but you seem really sweet because I saw you volunteer. You like read books with kids in schools, right? I mean, you're, you're very I like, have you're done a good that. person. I've done that. Yeah, Read Across America. It's, it's actually a very cool thing. Yeah. Read Across America. Okay. Oh my God. Oh my yes. God. That seems like I'm surprised because I assume you hear like a ton of really bad date stories. And to me, that one was like, I mean, it's embarrassing, but it was just like personally embarrassing. And then I felt like I couldn't tell anyone. I don't want to embarrass him. You know, I don't know. So I kept that in for a long time. Oh my God. Yeah. I I don't even, I I didn't see that one coming. That was really good. (laughs) That's where that was going to (laughs) go. I literally, that was. The only I mean, other it's thing no smuggling a bottle yeah. of wine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, um, oh my God. Uh, for any uh, viewers or fans out there, I encourage you to go back to our first episode with Nicole Birch because she talks about, are you familiar with the actor Michael Vartan, the guy from Alias? He was yeah, the teacher so. in uh, Never Been Kissed. 
Yeah, yeah. Like Drew Barrymore goes out to kiss at the end. She had a date with Michael Vartan. She had met him at like a Hollywood party and he asked her out. He thought she was really funny and she was like, oh my God, he's French. He has a dog. Like we're going to have great qualities. Yeah, everything, right? And her sister brought over essential oils that were like going to, you know, put put him in the mood. All this oh, stuff. yeah. She, she messed up and the whole bottle, like everything just spilled like on her chest. And she said it literally smelled like fecal matter. <laughs> and finally at the end of the evening, he's like leaning in, he takes her back to his place and like she thinks it's it's on and he like leans in for the kiss and then he goes, are, are, are you okay? And she's like, um, yeah. And he's like, no, really, like, do you need to go to the bathroom or is everything Oh, no, okay? no, really? Like, he literally thought, he literally thought she shit her pants. <laughs> and literally he said, like, it smells like you shit your pants. Are you okay? <laughs> and she's just standing there horrified, like, oh my God, like, there's no way you need to, seriously, episode one, horribly, she tells this whole story, but she just left. Like, she didn't know what else to do, but she was like, I can't, once someone asked, did you shit your pants? Like, you can't. <laughs> you can't go back. Can't, you can't go back. You can't save face. Um, oh my God. That, I'm such like, when something happens to someone, like I feel it. Like if someone's feeling sick, I'm like, Ooh, I'm sick too. That I feel that story. Like, I feel like I'm very, I mean, right now, like, early. I totally get it. I actually, I think you're a very good person now. I wasn't sure at first because you can never tell <laughs> you're actually, you're a very nice person because anyone, I feel like a weaker <laughs> person of character would have been like, a get out of my apartment. B gross i don't want to ever be around you but the fact that you were like well you kind of warned me and oh you see yeah, it's it my nice. fault i kept going i pushed it <laughs> it was like I, I don't know i felt very guilty for that like oof. oh my that's amazing yeah um, i also I mean, that's a, and that's a big fear like nobody wants to poop themselves that's a bad no you know, nobody wants to do that i um i can tell you i literally one time i uh i had a really bad flu it was like a two yeah. week intestinal thing, right? Not gonna get into details, but um, I was around the bathroom for like a week, it was bad. Oh. And I literally was going back to work and I felt good. And I was walking down an alley and there was like a huge breeze. And I literally was like, oh man, I feel like a fart coming, but it's, I'm in an <laughs> alley and there's a breeze. I think I'll be fine. <laughs> Let some stuff go. Literally sharded, was horrified walking now into work going holy shit i'm walking in with a loaded bomb this person who i hadn't seen in like a couple years walks up to me it was like a scene from curb no and they walk up and they're like hi oh my god i miss you all and they come in for the hug and i immediately was like hey yeah and i could tell they were weirded out because i wanted i just wanted to get away from people and i was like i have a spare pair of pants at work i can do this i i, I can get this done oh, no. But literally, I just looked like the biggest asshole because I didn't want to talk to this person who hadn't seen me in so many years and they wanted to reconnect and talk about life. And I literally, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I would love to chat. I would love to talk to you, but I, I just have to get to, I, I have to get to work. So I was literally like, it was like a nervous cry where like, I was like, I'm going to lose it right now. Got to work, threw out everything, burned it, just took a shower <laughs> upstairs. But the fact that I literally saw them a couple weeks later, they came by the bar, obviously, where I work, and they were like, hi, are, are you okay? I'm like, okay, so I had sharded when you came up to me, and I didn't know how to tell you that. I told them, and they were like, oh, that, that totally makes sense. I'm like, so just so you know, anytime I see somebody on the street, 
uh, aside from social distancing now, and they don't want to be around me, I just immediately assume that they sharded and that they have to get somewhere. You know, that's, that's what like I'm believing. Me and my girlfriends, we say that to each other a lot. Like when we are dating, we oh, say yeah. a lot. A guy randomly, like at the end of the date, kind of ends it weird and didn't like go in for the kiss, but is like texting. Me. We, always, we always say, we're like, you know what? Maybe he had to poop. Maybe he had to like go home and poop. Like that's always the reason we're like, you know what? You can't judge him. He might have had to use the bathroom. That's that is the one thing that supersedes the need for sex is yes. I have to get to the bathroom and I don't care about whatever you're offering, however great it was going to be. Um, you need that homeostasis. You need to feel calm. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta leave. Safe. Anyway, <laughs> where are we? Right. Okay. Oh, I'll poop, you know. Um, gosh, this just became the poop episode. Hey, um, yay. hey, come on. Yay. Happy to be a face for <laughs> <laughs> Last week. Okay, so uh, this is a new, um, sorry, this isn't a new segment. This is an old segment. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> um, but I'm going to put a new spin on it. So this is called red flags. Red flags, obviously, the things that you see in relationships, but you ignore anyway. I'm going to put a little spin on this. I used to, mm-hmm. um, what I'm going to do now is I have the red flags for you right here. Oh, obviously, since we're doing the show remotely. I'm going to read to you three red flags and I want you to pick what's the one red flag that you could not deal with in quarantine with another Ooh, person. Nice. nice. Little spin. I can't wait. Red I am flag. the queen, by the way, of like ignoring red flags, right? Like, I feel like you're very sweet and I, mm-hmm. I feel it and maybe, maybe a detriment to you. Maybe sometimes that's the only thing I'm picking up on because you're so nice and giving. I, Thank I, you. Thank you for saying that. But I think the problem is too, that I'm also very, emotional and like lead with the heart so when things start like I'm like oh let me excuse all these other things because in the beginning it was really great so let me you know yeah especially if you're dating like another actor actress like I think we ride those up and downs of like oh it's just like a movie and you're like dude you don't want to live in a movie it's it's exhausting yeah Yeah. okay three red flags first one is addicted to crack oh good or bad don't know Okay, fresh start. <laughs> Two is literally always watching porn because maybe you don't feel like having sex so much in quarantine. I don't know. Mm. Three okay. sees the ghost of everyone who has ever died. So a little sixth sense for you. Which one is going to freak you out the most <laughs> in quarantine with someone? Is addicted to crack? Um, you know, they're not going to be eating your food as much because they're really not eating much of anything. But uh, I mean, go, literally... go full circle. They're using my bathroom all the time. That's true. So, yeah. Your cleaning supplies are now gone. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm a that's meth. That's not crack. I'm getting my drugs oh. wrong. I'm the nerdiest white guy when it comes to drugs. Like literally, I'm that so, person. To be honest, I was actually going to ask you to define crack because I'm like, is that cocaine? Is that... I think crack is, yeah, that's the cheap version of like cocaine. Oh, Maybe so definitely laced with laxative then. So my, yeah. my comment was cracked. Okay. Yeah, I think right. it's not. Yeah, I think crack speeds you up, but wasn't it? Yeah, Whitney Houston said crack is cheap. But mm. yeah, something like that. That's a quote. Ask Ruth. Yeah, ask Ruth. Don't let me down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah. Or seize the ghost of everyone who has ever died. I have a feeling if you're getting a little cabin crazy, stir crazy. You don't want the guy you're with to be like, yeah, there's some ghosts in here. But again, I don't know. What would you rather than they're always watching porn? I don't know. Which, which I, gotta, I gotta be real. So, that, I mean, look, 
the ghost one is actually my favorite. I think if I'm stuck in a place for a long time, I might actually enjoy having some germ-free ghosts hanging around the house so we can speak to some people from the past and have some nice, you know, weird experiences together. So that one I'm keeping. I'm keeping that red flag. Okay. Um, so I'm tossing up between porn and crack. Oh, gotcha. Both of them. So they're both on the same level for me. I, I mean, probably way too TMI, but I'm not a porn person. I'm not, not a porn person. No emotional. Worries. I'm not really into the whole, let me do me by myself thing. Um, it doesn't really float my boat. Um, no worries. There's no such I'm, thing I'm as not, TMI on this show. We'll, we'll, we, we talk about anything, everything you want. Well, good. Let, me, let me just talk about pooping masturbation for an hour. Yes, so. yes. Let's talk about pooping okay. masturbation and crack, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, so on a personal level, I think I would go with the biggest red flag for me, surprising, but the porn mm. one. I, I, it's not, it's not for me. And I also, I also am very a little jealous maybe or sensitive. And I feel like my feelings would be hurt if the person I'm quarantined with needs to watch porn all the time. So you would be more sad that they're going to porn instead of maybe coming to you for sex. Is that theoretically A hundred percent. I can't be crack, so that's okay. I mean, I can't really okay. drugs. I can compete with porn, so. <laughs> and I must win. <laughs> Got it. This one's going with Ruth. Literally yep. always watching porn. She's gonna hold that oh. one. Oh, Ruth. <laughs> I'm gonna put her, it's gonna get held down with the rock that says dreams. Cause that's, that, cause that uh, that's what we dream. all need. Ruth, I feel weird with her watching me. It's like, she's judging me. Like it's- She is, she's like, there's a lot of bathroom talk in this podcast. There's a, uh, a lot of stuff, man. I'm excited, <laughs> I'm excited. Um, all right, now we're gonna go to uh, a new segment. Uh, you've heard of uh, Fuck, Mary Kill. Yes. This is date, dump, divorce. Mm. Because this is horribly Hollywood single. We don't care about the good stuff you want to do. We want to hear about the bad. So uh, this week's theme, famous people who have tested positive for coronavirus. Oh, okay. Right? Date, dump, divorce. You have Kevin Durant, Mm. Tom Hanks, Mm. and Idris Elba. And let me just specify real quick. Date means you're probably gonna bang a couple times, couple dates you go out, but in the end you're like, eh, I don't really see a future. Mm-hmm. Uh, dump immediately, maybe it's just a one night stand. You're just like, hey, let's go out, let's try this out, and then divorce. You know, someone who you really settled down with. You know, you, someone like a a John Stamos, your Rebecca Romaine. You gave it a go for ten years, and finally you're like, look, we're just we're two separate. Date yeah. dump divorce. Kevin Durant, Tom Hanks. Idris Elba, take your time. Okay, I mean, it is a hard one. It's they a very hard one. They all have things to offer. I mean, wasn't Idris Elba the hottest man alive? I mean, that guy is the hottest man alive. That guy should be- But playing. wasn't he like actually voted like as people's hottest man alive or something like that, or am I wrong? I think so. He, I could be yes. wrong, but- My fiance just shouted yes. Confirmed. She's back there. <laughs> she, she's not chained up or anything like that. She's just over in the other room oh, on doing the show. She says yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I literally just heard, yes! So he was definitely voted hottest man alive. Yes. Great. So in that case, I think I need to date him. I think I'm going to date him. I think dating him would be fun. He's probably going to take you to a bunch of cool places. He's got that British accent. You're going to be eating out of his hand. Like, you know, I mean, it's going to be like candy to babies. Do you just like, I'm attracted to eat yourself. I get it. I totally get it. So he's my, he's my 
my choice for date. He is the date. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to dump Tom Hanks. You're going to dump him? You're I'm going to go dump out? him. I'm going to dump him. And here's my reason. My reason is I think I'm going to divorce Kevin Durant because I've always wanted to be someone who like chased after the athletes to date <laughs> and like ended up with some like big fat settlement <laughs> and be like living the life and only wear Louis Vuitton's and only eat out. Totally. I think my best women... divorce settlement is Kevin Durant. <laughs> you're fishing to the trash cans for the condoms just in case. Yes, Artificial inseminate. Yeah, no, you're great. Yeah, that's so those are, that's my answer. I'm okay. Mm. Yeah, you get some of that bling before you get the divorce going. I'm looking for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I think it's, I haven't had it before. I haven't done the athlete thing. If I'm going to go the athlete road, I think it's it's got to be a, a full divorce. Oh, totally. <laughs> Growing up, doctors told me I had a body built for reading. So I was also very attracted to athletes as well. Never really worked out, but. Yeah, your fiance is not a WNBA player. Uh, no, I wish. I mean, God, <laughs> if she were five foot ten, climb her like a tree. But um, <laughs> no, she's uh, she's my yeah, exactly. Like, I, I love it. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. Who cares? No, my height. I worked on my personality. I did a solid job on my personality. I feel good. We all we all need to work on personalities, no matter how tall we are. That's that's a fact. You know what? I'm gonna write that down. It's a really good quote. Yeah, it's a, it's a true quote. I think, you know, people get away with thinking they don't need to work on it. Everyone, no matter how tall you are, what you look like, needs a little personality work. We all need to work on our personalities. No we all do. how tall we are. Hear uh, me now, Ellen. Hear me now. Myself. <laughs> Got it? Hear That's me good. now. And by the way, I wrote down that book that you said before, too, because I thought that was very interesting. Uh, did you say the male brain and female brain? Is that the book? Yeah, they're two separate books. And they're written by this woman who, and I like, obviously I have no stock in this. My mom actually sent me them for a Valentine's day when I was in okay. a relationship, which I think is kind of weird that she sent them to me. Um, sure. <laughs> but that's okay. I read them like five years later and they were great, but they're written by this woman who's a psychologist or maybe a psychiatrist, but she deals with like hormone therapy and why people are having the issues they're having because of the hormone like imbalances. Oh, sure. But she talks about like the male and female brain from the hormones that are in our brains and why we act certain ways because of those hormones, which is kind of cool. Gosh. Yeah. Do they make a different version just for like actors and creatives? Because I feel like they we have a different wired brain. A they should. Bit. Do you know what I mean? They like mm -hmm. it's, we're different. Is the guy you're dating now, is he in the business or out of the business? He's in music, so. There you go, creative. Uh, kind of, but not, which I like. Yeah, because then mm -hmm. in a sense, not saying that you would, but you're not kind of actively competing in the same necessarily realm, but you're both artistic and you get to, you both can appreciate what the other person's doing, but you don't necessarily feel like you're competing. I know that sounds like a shitty thing to say, but I feel like we always no, compete. No, very way. real thing to say. And, I, and what I need is the opposite of that. Because I think I am to the point in my career where I've been doing it for long enough and I've had enough rejection that sometimes I like, you know, to like soften the blow, just like in relationships. You're like, I'm not really going to give this audition my all because I know I'm going to get rejected. So let me just, you know, not be so vulnerable. And I like that he is the kind of person who's like, no, if you're going to do it, do it. Like do it to a 10, do it. You know, that's something I need to remember about auditions and acting in general and not put up mm -hmm. the, you know, walls of safety and not. Oh, totally. Up. Have yeah. you had any auditions like in the last week? Have you been out? For... No, definitely not. No, no, no. No, I had one audition. It was down at uh, on um, 
what is it? Uh, let's see. It's right near Gardner and Beverly. I think like 431, right near where like La Brea is. And, uh, like for commercial? Yeah, commercial. Yeah. And they were all practicing social distancing. And I came in the room and it was like two guys in this giant hallway, but they were like, uh, you know, social distance, stay down there. And I was even trying, I was like, oh, hey, so do you, and they're like, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Like no one wanted to talk. No one wanted to, it was a very like interesting feeling because we were all just, I'm like, well, I, I don't know if this will shoot in another week or whatever. Like how can crews assemble? Okay. How can anyone, right? But it gave me, it almost felt like a preview of like people in the coming months. I just feel like people will back off a lot more. People are going to be much more into your screens. I mean, can you imagine doing this quarantine in the nineties? I mean, impossible. Like, we didn't have, didn't have Amazon prime, you know, Grubhub, Postmates, all that. Like if Amazon everything... fresh. I've lived on Amazon fresh. The grocery store right. looking insane. Yeah. So if you didn't have that and really didn't have the internet, I feel like you'd be so much more screwed. I mean, oh. it sucks right now, but at least we have at least we have this, at least we have other things that we can still do and kind of keep going. Otherwise, I think a bunch of us would be going insane. Oh, there's no way. Oh, what would I do? I would, I mean, I guess I'd read the books that I still haven't read for the last 10 <laughs> yeah, years. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's also tough too because- I still haven't even picked up and read one page of, yeah, okay. <laughs> I know. Do you know what happened though too? I think in the last week, people were like, oh, we have all this time to do, but I'm like, it's not, it's not a vacation. It's not, it doesn't feel like a vacation. It's not- <laughs> It feels very much like until you have this steady line of just safety, security, you're feeling everything's good. I think people are much less likely to just, oh, let me improve my life. Let me look at these things. I, I think a lot of people right now are just thinking, how am I going to survive? Where's my next paycheck going to come from? What, so yeah. when you so have that yeah, bouncing around like a pinball in your head, I think the last thing you're kind of thinking about is what's that book I haven't been reading, you know, for the last <laughs> few years. It's not necessarily going to cross your mind. Yeah. I mean, That's believe true. me, I, I need to work on this totally, but uh, <laughs> I felt better this morning. Just like I went for a jog and just got some vitamin D, like just went around the neighborhood and it felt good. I saw some it's old person. Better. Yeah. He had a mask on and gloves and he gave me like the thumbs up and I gave him the thumbs up and I was like, stay safe. Like, that felt good. Yeah, we're all like doing this. Now. We are here. <laughs> we're we're alive. I was like, "You're old. Get inside." Like, get um, stop. Get inside. He did fine. Then he pooped his pants and he went inside. Um, see That's what a full circle. That is that a was great a throwback. <laughs> I didn't even ask him. He came up to me. Said he crapped his pants. Needed help. I said I couldn't do anything. Quarantine. <laughs> Just kidding. So um, let's see. <laughs> uh obviously these are different times that we're living in right now mm -hmm. um but assuming in the next three to six months things go back to normal or as normal as they can be what advice would you like to give um the way I kind of phrase it is like this let's say uh you go into a building and there's a magic room and in that room you have 90 seconds to speak to yourself at 18 mm. and you can give any type of dating advice, advice to yourself, you have 90 seconds. What would you tell yourself? Oh, I'm um, to not give up on the dream, like to not, or to stop limiting myself, to stop thinking like 
you know, Alex in her thirties and to go back to thinking like Alex in her early twenties, right? Like mm-hmm. that the dreamy love still exists, that the dreamy, like a hundred percent relationship still exists, that the dreamy career still exists. And that all these things that have like gotten beaten down through years of like little nose, but yeah. not to, not to kill the dream, like the big dream. Totally. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's any with coronavirus but that, I think that's- no I think uh just keep going I think we we just don't realize necessarily how hard it's going to be but we keep you have to keep going I keep thinking of um have you seen Frozen 2? I haven't okay you might um you might dig it um I uh my my fiance is a nanny so we were watching it with her uh, niece who's five and there's a new little baby my nickname for him is tater he's like seven months and he's just the cutest little kid his name is jameson um but Kristen bell sings a song called do the next right thing which is just about like despair and you've lost hope and it's literally just about putting one foot in front of the other and keep, and just yeah. do the next right thing and it's so weird because it's like a you know it's a pixar disney movie and i'm like ah frozen two whatever and i have been playing that song every time you get a little stuck and just like, just keep moving forward. That's the only mm-hmm. thing we can do. So um, more power to you. That's, uh, that's great. I, that's like my favorite dad quote of all time. Like my dad's thing always is like, the, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right? And that's like what this uh, is, you know, one day at I, a time. I love elephants. I don't think you- so don't, I mean, elephant. don't eat them, but in theory. No, don't eat them. Elephants are frames and are- oh, oh. Have a little- it's a book, book thing too, bookend. Elephant. I have no elephants to share right now. You don't, you don't know. You just said the magic thing. Um, oh, so uh, let's see. Um, what are uh, any, uh, what's coming up lately that people can catch? I don't know if you do anything with, um, if you're doing any comedy shows, anything with like workout routines, anything with uh, teaching. Uh, what's coming up in the next Hi. couple of weeks that people can check out and look for you? I mean, honestly, I am such an Instagram addict when we are not on like safer yeah. at home. So now it's even more so. Um, and we've been playing over here in this quarantine house. We've been playing with a green screen on one yeah. of my walls. So we've just been doing like silly videos. So we did um, one last night with yeah. Chris doing clips on the ceiling while my dog and I watched. We did one the day before where. We shrunk me, so Victoria's a chihuahua, and she was like 10 times my size, and I'm like petting her down here. Love you it. You know, we're trying to, trying to do some fun stuff. Awesome. In the age I love of it. Trying to, trying to get that content out there. I know, yes. So much content. We're going crazy. We have to do it right now. Um, woo! Let's oh, yeah. see. Uh, okay, so obviously we'll check you out online. Um, your, what's your handle again? Oh, my handle is Alex Rose 720. And 720 is my birthday. I'm a cancer. Well, what? Oh, sorry. I was just saying, oh, that's awesome. Oh, oh yep. I thought you like someone else with a 720 birthday. And I was like, oh my gosh, send him my way. We'll get along great. Oh God. <laughs> no, mine's back in December. Do you have any, are you thinking even that far ahead for your birthday? My my ladies is coming up this next month and I'm trying to think of like a fun so quarantine hard. birthday idea. I know. Yeah, what do you do? I don't know. Played, have you played House Party, the epic uh, gaming FaceTime app? Because we've been doing that every night with friends. That's no, fun. what the hell is House Party? Oh my oh, god! I gotta play House Party. It's basically like a group FaceTime, but you play little like online games. You play a version of like um, 
what's the game cards against humanity or you play like yeah. dictionary but you're all on facetime and doing it on your phone or ipad it's super fun Oh, so that's fantastic. Yours, and we play some online games, <laughs> trivia games. We do a drinking game. I don't we really remember what long. we did. <laughs> fantastic. Okay, so we know where to find you. House party to recap this. You episode. know where to find me. House every night and Instagram. <laughs> yes, yeah. house party every night. We'll just send you bottles of vodka. Keep it going. For sure. uh, Ruth approves. <laughs> Thank you, Ruth. So to uh, to recap, um, talked a bit about poop. Uh, we a talked lot, about yeah. dating. We talked mm-hmm. a lot about poop. Um, we did some uh, daytime divorce. Um, your big thing was, yeah, you wanted to divorce Kevin Durant. More power to yeah. you. Purely logistically and financially. Yeah, logistically, financially. Uh, I think we found out uh, if you're a cheapskate. The, I mean, can you imagine being stuck with a guy like that in quarantine? I feel like that nope. guy would start to he would ration like the tissues and say that he paid for something more than you. So he gets more. Like, I feel like that's the kind of guy you'd be with. Yeah. My question about that guy too is what was this bottle of wine? Like it must've been the best wine. Like unless he's from a family of winemakers that like he brought an aged wine from like his birth year or something. I would be like, I would think it would probably be like two buck Chuck. And he just wanted to bring something to I mean, come on. If you're not going to pay $5 to park, you're not going to pay more than $5 for a bottle of wine. No, there's no way. No, mm-hmm. not good. Um, okay, uh, let's see. So I would like to end today's show with uh, a little quote. Um, Great. Usually this is how we always end. It's like dating is like this, but dating in LA is like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alex, I'd like to thank you for being a wonderful guest today and for talking and just being truthful and honest. Uh, I think you're absolutely wonderful and look forward to... Um, seeing more of what you do and someday when we have the studio again uh everybody's been working tirelessly at after buzz so that we can still keep doing shows like this um great obviously someday if you want to come in in person co-host uh do whatever please it'd be great to see you um so the quote I'd is love this. To. Yes. awesome dating is like being quarantined with your ex dating in la same thing but your ex is ted bundy this is Adam Carr. <laughs> I'd like to remind you all, stay horrible, stay single. Hey, we don't judge. And for God's sakes, wash your hands and stay inside. Thank you so much. Ruth Bader Ginsburg says bye. Alex, thank you. I'm Adam Carr. <laughs> we'll see you next week, America. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.